guys, welcome to this week's episode on Addit Connor. My name is Olua Toby, as always. guys welcome back <laughs> as always uh-huh yeah it's me i'm back yay i was last week's episode yeah i mean i had fun too i had fun on last week's episode it was amazing we talked about coming out from among them but there was something i didn't mention although i did mention that when you come out from among them you are welcome by god but most of the thing that we forget is that we come out from among them still walking by sight and not by faith. Yeah. Because the thing about God is that when he's welcoming you into his space, there's a rate at which he does his own thing. There's a manner at which he does his own thing that you need to calm down and learn so that you can imbibe in that way. And the best way to do that is by walking by faith. So there's something they call God's speed. Most of the time, God's speed is different from the human speed. Sometimes we want God to do something for us as at yesterday. And God says, no, next tomorrow is when I will get it done. And in your former life, you know, like when they say the devil, you know, is better than the angel, you don't know. So God, this is literal terms right now. Say, um, the devil, you know, the life that you used to live, the ungodly life that you used to live was in some kind of way. You know, the, you said you tell the devil that you want something as I yesterday. He, he he does it for you like the day before. But God, you get into God, and God is telling you, "I want you, I want you to calm down, and be patient, and tolerant, because and have self control, because what I'm telling you is that you're going to get this thing next tomorrow. And most of the time, one thing we always do not understand is that. When God says he's going to do something for you next tomorrow, he's not just walking by his own speed and saying, yeah, I am God. And when it's time for me to do what I want to do is when I do it. Got it? Yes, sir. We got it. Speak louder. Got it? Yes, sir. We got it. No, it's not like that. Most of the time when he's doing it for you is because unlike the devil, God sees into your future. The devil sees in the past. Always sees in the past. That's why he doesn't know what is going to happen yesterday. So he would rather do it for you next tomorrow. Right? But God will say, I know what the economy is going to look like next tomorrow. Right? The devil would rather do it for you the day before. And God will say, I know what it's going to be like next tomorrow. So the reason why he's even telling you to relax and walk by his speed is because he's able to see above more than you can. And in actual fact, that speed that they call God's speed is the speed that is best for you. If God knows that, oh, by the future, it's not going to be looking good, he will do it for you today. Or the day before God, um, the devil will ever think of doing it for you. Because he knows what the future would look like. But unlike the devil, he doesn't even see the future. 
he only sees the past and for him whatever he's doing for you or whatever he will ever do for you is for his own benefit so as far as he's concerned he will do it so that at the end of the day whether or not you end up in the lake of fire that's why he's doing it so you would rather do it for you the day before so that by by yesterday and by today you are already on your way to the lake of fire but because god has a better future for you he has a better life for you he will say I know you're not living the right life now, but in the future I want you to. So this is what I have in plan for you. So when you come out from among them, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid that oh, um this thing I'm trying to fill up this thing for my emotions, for my this, for my that. Don't be afraid of what's coming. Don't be afraid of the fact that it's going it's not going to look as beautiful as you expect. No. Don't be afraid. The only thing you should be thinking about is God has my back and he will take care of me. So, when you come out from among them, the Bible says that he will welcome you as sons and as daughters because he is the almighty God. He's the almighty God. There's a reason why the Bible says he's the almighty God. So, he will welcome you as sons and daughters. So, he will embrace you, he will hold you, and he will take care of you. He will cover you, he will clothe you. you will be your shield and your exceeding great reward so when you when you have that word at the back of your mind when you're coming out from among them you'll be a lot easier so you won't take thought you won't be afraid because you know that you are going to meet the almighty god and when it is the right time he will do what is right for you when we come back we're going to talk about this week's episode and i just trust god to really help us amen but for your grace oh but for your grace guys welcome back to this week's episode woo um let us pray let's pray first of all our god and our father we thank you for this week's episode we thank you because you're good and your mercy endures forever we thank you because no matter what things look like or how they look like we basically um have you at our back we have you holding our hands we have you shielding us we have you forgiving us we have you giving us mercy We have you granting us grace to do better. We have you you we have you helping our emotions. We have you helping our lives. We have you helping us to be better than we were yesterday and how we will ever be in Jesus name. Amen. Okay guys, welcome back. So On this week's episode we're going to talk about we're going to continue from of course that's how we roll. Let me not say that's how we roll. That's how God has have us rolled because as at Last week I didn't even know what we we're going to talk about this week so I basically just waited and just allowed it to come. So most of the time the reason why we always have we always want to stay in the midst of people why we always want to stay among them 
is because we have not come to realize who we really are. Yeah. Most of the time, we are not aware of our own personality. Most people are not aware of their own personality. They say they do. We say we do. We know who we are. Somebody asks you, can you tell me about yourself? Oh, I'm, I'm resilient. Oh, I'm, I'm humble. Oh, I'm, I'm zealous. Oh, I'm ambitious. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm thoughtful. Oh, I'm selfless. You have so many things to say about yourself. So many things like you have like a whole bunch. You have like a full cap of everything that you could possibly say about yourself. But the truth is you're not even aware of it. Most of the time, some people even say things that people have said about them as who they are without, without checking with themselves if that's who they really are. So, when somebody says, oh, wow, you're so thoughtful, whether or not they are thoughtful, they, they agree and they take it. Oh, God, you're so rude. Whether or not they are rude, they agree and they take it. You're so forward. Whether or not they are forward, they agree and they take it. So you find out that some people begin to work on some parts of their lives that has already been established. They begin to work on it and they begin to arouse emotions that never existed. The reason why most people, believers now, right? Because I, I believe I'm talking to believers from last week's episode, right? Believers now, the reason why we associate with some people, we continue to want to be in line with some people is because we have not come to understand the life that we have achieved, the life that we have gained in Christ. Not just, okay, some of us have come to understand it. We listen to God's word. We listen to God's will. We listen to prayers. We do all of that. But We've actually, we've actually not come to accept it and acknowledge it. We recognize the life. We've seen it. We understand it. But we have not accepted it and acknowledged it. We still continue to live in a manner that is similar to the old man. Forgetting that we are already a new man. It's like we, it, it just fades away. So, although I hear that a lot of people prefer to do a lot of religion rather than faith itself. So whether you're a, um, you're a religious person, most of the time, when you are doing religion, you never accept who you really are. Because for you, it's a practice, it's a duty, it's an obligation. But when you are doing it in faith, it's a life. It's an identity. It's a lifestyle. It's who you are. It has defined the course of your being. The person that you have gained. That's why most people, um, it's always very difficult for them to accept their personality in the midst of the crowd. So they would rather go with the crowd than to be secluded because they never recognized, they never, they never accepted who they really are. So although they do recognize, funny enough, the crowd recognizes, 
that this is what they recognize, but they never accept it. So, most of the time, they always want to dilly-dally. One minute they are here, another minute they are not here. One minute they are here, another minute they mix the motions here and there every now and then. And eventually, at the end of the road, their emotions become numb. You know why? Because they've taken up other people's personalities so much without being aware that that's what they are doing. They've taken up so much that they've now suppressed who they really are. And then depression thought of depression thought of anxiety thought of suicide thought of always relapsing into an addiction always comes in because never have you remembered or accepted or acknowledged a different life different from the one that you were living before hey never so you see somebody that says um i don't want to take I don't want to smoke anymore because I'm not a new man in Christ. Okay, or you say you don't you don't say you don't want to smoke anymore. I, I I'm not a new man in Christ. I'm a Christian now. So you go out with a bunch of people. You recognize that your name. Everybody, oh, you go to church now. Nice, that's good. And then few months later the few minutes into the trip to the drink you find yourself smoking and then at that point you've already because the thing is whatever you don't accept and acknowledge you always forget it it's just like you know that this girl has a crush on you. This boy has a crush on you. But you never accept them into your life. You never accept them or acknowledge their existence. So as a result of that, for each time you meet somebody new, you forget that those people ever existed. For each time you meet even somebody from your past that you accepted before and acknowledged before, you forget that the people that you just recently met that have a crush on you or like you, and will do anything for you ever existed. The truth is, oh, let me use a very vivid example. There was one time when I, I was, I, I was doing an assignment. I didn't even know it was very, very important to assignment though. They gave it in school and all. I was not part of the group. All of a sudden, I just saw my, I, I was told that I'm not part. I, I can now be part of the group. Come and see the way I was jumping. Out of an inherent capacity that I've never thought of in my whole life. Then we had to do a bunch of research, read, you know. I was just smiling. Do an interview, you know. Get answers to questions, read. I was happy. Oh my God. That was the day I realized that I'm actually a nerd. <laughs> and you know, the, do you know the funniest part? I like it. I know the, you know the most beautiful part of it. I have accepted it. I don't even struggle with it anymore because people find it offensive when people tell you this is who you are. They find it most of the time. The reason why you find it offensive is because you've not accepted it. Somebody says, 
you seem like somebody that likes to go to church. And you're like, ah, beggar, 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 what's the meaning of that? You seem like somebody that likes to listen to gospel music. Ah, why would you say that to me? Ah. Hello, what's the big deal? Do you understand what I mean? Like, seriously, have you accepted the... See, Bible says that whosoever accepts Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. So, it is not recognizing that he's Jesus and he's Christ and he died for you. No. It is not... Re- Most of the time, I feel like when we do altar call, it's recognition that we do. We don't do acceptance. We just recognize it and we understand it and that's all. We don't accept it. Because when you accept something, you make it a part of you. You make it your life. You acknowledge it. You live it. That is what acceptance means. So when we do altar call, basically what we just go there to do is to know that, uh, yeah, there's this guy, his name is Jesus. Okay, so yeah, accept him, yeah. Okay, so Jesus, yeah, you, we just recite that stuff and that's all. Because for each time you don't remember something, it's because you never accepted it. You never acknowledged the existence of that thing. So that day I was so happy, I was excited. I was like, ah, you serious? <laughs> God. It now occurred to me that wait to Mama like you wake. <laughs> People always say to that I like book. There was one day that there was a lady, she was saying something. Okay, I my my colleagues now. So um she was saying that if if um girls were guys, they were giving an instance, but she was not like, I oh, know. She not mentioned one lady, if you give me this girl, she said, No, please, oh, this girl doesn't have money. I don't want this girl. She not said, Ah, give me, give me Toby. She said, Ah, no, please, I don't want Toby. Please, Toby, Toby will use all the money to read. She used to read book. Yeah, you know. She not mentioned one girl. Ah, she if you give me, I ah, know, please, this girl I want. Because if you give me this girl, ah, she has money. She she will spoil my life. Okay. Guess what? I was offended. I was very offended. In my heart, I was like, I was the meaning of that. <laughs> Why we say I was not the money to read? <laughs> As I then, eh, I'd not accepted I was a bookie. See, I'm the kind of person that can take a leave for four days. You can lock me up in a room and I will just be reading. I can take a leave for four days just because I want to read. There was a, I, I did it one time like that now. There was a day that all my colleagues had... Oh, I think I've said it before. There was a day that all my colleagues had gone home. I didn't have extra work. Then I was still working two jobs, about three jobs or so. I was still working. Basically, oh, more this life. So now, my colleagues, I know what, I wasn't working that day. I knew I wasn't going to work that day, but I didn't want to go home. Guess what I, what, guess what I stayed back to do? I stayed back to read. Like, I stayed back to read. We closed like 4.30. As I, we were closing about like 4.30 as I then. So from 4.30 to, to 9.00. I just sat there reading and chewing, reading and eating popcorn. I was, when I was going home, I was just smiling. I was like, ah, so somebody saw me. He was like, what's up? Um, where are you coming from? I said, ah, I was upstairs. I was reading, reading. We are reading. We are reading. Why? <laughs> I know as I did, I felt so, I didn't know. See. Acceptance of who you really are, coming into an awareness of who you are and accepting it is a key. It's key. That is the first step. That is the first step of breaking free from anything that is held in, that, that is that is that is that has held you bound. That is the first step. Because without accepting who you are, you, you see, you will just be going dilly-dally up and down. You will not get anywhere. 
let's come back this week so when we come back we're going to finalize this week's episode i mean and say some things i'll catch you guys thanks for staying You say, I'm a child of God. I live the life of faith. I live the life of righteousness. I live the life of hope. You, you make all these declarations. You make all these confessions. You go to church. They speak the word of God to you. You nod your head. I'm a love being. I'm a child of this. I'm a that of that. And you never accept any of that. You only keep saying it. You only understand what it means. You only recognize that it exists, but you don't accept and acknowledge it. You will never become any of those things. It is just facts. That is why the Bible says, accept Jesus as your Lord and Pastor. It says accept. It doesn't recognize though, because Jesus has always been the Lord and personal. He has always been the Lord and personal Savior of everybody. Everybody knows that. But you, you, gong gong, accept it. Because accepting it means that you will begin to do the things under the Lordship of Jesus. Accepting it means, oh my God. Do you know that it is because a lot of us do not accept who we are, even in Christ. That is the reason why we always see the need to want to prove a point to other people. Ah, what's there? Me so I can do it now. <laughs> is it not just to take shots? It's to that day. I mean, to every one party like that. Can't, no, don't do it. Let me give you an instance. There was this day that a number of friends of mine they were having a discussion about clothing and all that perfumes and. I just didn't fit in. I just didn't understand what was happening. I was confused. But I was just trying to flow, trying to flow. I was just that I was struggling inside of me. I was struggling, but outside it looked like I wasn't. After that discussion, I felt so empty. I felt so drained. No one happened. And I asked myself that way too. Why am I trying to be who I'm not? Ah, why? See, it's very simple. If people do not see you for who you are and accept you for who you are. For example, now, now I you know a lot of people will say, hey, Toby, so what you are saying now is that. If people say I'm a proud person, I should accept it. Now, the, I should accept it and I should just acknowledge it and I should just live by it, right? No, that's not what I said though. I did not say that. Now, when you have a lot of struggle going into your life, the first step to first of all even admitting, to first of all getting rid of addiction is to accept that you are addicted. Some people don't know they are addicted. They think maybe they are just watching porn like every other human being and they're just masturbating like every, they think maybe they're just having sex like every, they even think they have a problem nymphomaniac 
They don't think, they don't see. They only think maybe, they, they think maybe it's a psycho thing. They don't know. They've not accepted it that there's something wrong with them. They don't know. On a more serious note. So people don't know. They've not accepted that part. See, the first step to coming out of being addicted, the first approach, the first step is for you to accept that there is something wrong with you. Without accepting it, if you like, do avoiding this, avoiding that, it's not going to work. So, you know that you're a proud person. You've accepted it. And you want to be better. That is called transitioning from who you are to a better person. You want to transition from who you are to a better person. But you know something about character is that we can't exactly change our character because character comes from experiences. Character comes from perception. Character comes from background. Character comes from growing up. And it took a lot of growing up for, for you to obtain a particular character. So from like, maybe when you were five, that's, there's a way you've been brought up. There's, there are experiences that you've, you've achieved that, that has been part of you. For me now, let me say, the rate at which I look at men, <laughs> I don't care who you are. <laughs> see, it's, it's, a, see, it's the way I was brought up. Until my sister told me one day that I need to calm down. Before, who you be? See, once you're a guy, once you're, I have a lot of guy friends. That's maybe that's why I even have it. See, once you're, I'm not, I'm not, you know, a lot, a lot of ladies are always like, oh my God, Mike, I'm not like that. Relationships, there's a, the kind of perception I've always had, the character I have towards it. Concerning a particular, especially when it comes to relationship and marriage, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. There's a perception and the character I have towards it. But I, I have accepted that that is what I have. I, see, before I used to think maybe, I used to recognize that it's possible that I don't want to get married. But I recently accepted it. That actually, I've been saying it, but I actually mean it. I never knew that I meant it. I used to think maybe I was only becoming child. I was only being childish. But I didn't know that I actually meant it until recently and i said ah no that is not god's plan for my life now that is you transitioning from one point of your life to another point to become a better person you are transitioning from which of course things like that god is one that will help you with it because it takes a lot to to relinquish something that has been inherent inside of you something that started from experiences background Something like that. It takes a lot to transition from that to somebody else. It's a lot of work. It takes a lot to move from even ordinary hate to inside love. It takes a lot. It takes a lot to move from forgiveness, from unforgiveness to forgiveness. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a lot. Before, I used to think maybe, I, I, I used to recognize that I can't stand my mother. Before. But now I've accepted it. <laughs> like <laughs> a few weeks back and i'm working on transitioning that oh see for you to know how difficult is a lot of work oh because literally i can't even do it myself I'm, I'm literally begging god to help me do you understand what i mean a lot of us are like that 
we don't know that until you accept a particular flaw in your life. Maybe if Macbeth have accepted that particular flaw in his life too, maybe he would have been a lot better. Maybe if that, um, what's it called, um, Udipus has accepted that he was a proud person, maybe he would have he would have found a way to try. Because until you accept a thing and you have acknowledged the existence of a thing in your life, no matter what people say, you you they will be letting you recognize. You understand it. You recognize that that is there, but you always forget that is there, and you will always act like that. But when you accept it and you acknowledge, it's easier for you to transition to a better person. So somebody's telling you, I think you're addicted to this drinking. I think you're addicted to this smoking. You're like, nah, it's just me smoking now. It's a normal level now. Ah, oh, but is it that bad? Ah, oh, no, now it's not a big deal. Okay. Eventually, you end up losing your everything inside your body. You're like, I never knew. I never knew Nikini. You never see. You all because when you are already smoking, smoking, smoking. If you have accepted it before that you are addicted, ah. You just drop it that it's like something is wrong with me. Oh, I, I need to stop this thing. You will begin to take conscious effort because you have act, you have acknowledged the existence of a particular thing in your life. You begin to take conscious effort to stop, conscious efforts to walk away from it, conscious efforts not to do it, conscious effort to find help. But when you don't accept and acknowledge a thing, for you it doesn't exist. And it takes a lot of mind setting, mind setting, like mind. I think setting to come into a level of acceptance and acknowledgement of a thing. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. But the life I live now is the life of Christ that lives in me. Now, that is, you have, you have recognized that, you have understood that. But have you accepted it that you have been crucified with Christ? So your old life is gone. Nevertheless, you are living. Okay, yes, you are still living as a person. But your identity now is not the identity of Christ. Hence, the things that you do are only pleasing to Christ, are only of Christ, are only submissive to Christ. That's the thing that. That you do you only do those things because you have accepted it and you have acknowledged the existence of Christ in your life and you in Christ so all this saying this is who this is why I'm this is why I'm this is why I'm this. see you need to you need to come into a realization of who you really are So let me give an instance now. Who is Oluwa Toby? Toby is a nerd. <laughs> Toby likes people that knows book. If if you don't know anything, Toby doesn't want to be your friend. <laughs> this is why I am. Let's let's let me just put it in plain fact. It's hard for me to cope with people that they're not saying things that I feel. Would add value to my life. If you're in my head, I'm like, stop talking. You're not making sense. But then I'll see be smiling. <laughs> in my head, I'm like, can this person just shut up? <laughs> Toby is the kind of person that she doesn't like to take. She doesn't like people ab- in you know abusing her personality. She doesn't like people throwing words at her. She can be extremely defensive extremely defensive to a point where she can say something she's not supposed to say because she's being defensive 
except that moment is a chat or it was a phone call. But if, if it's a face-to-face -face contact, she will give you buzz As you are saying, she's saying her own back. And she doesn't care the kind of words that come out of her mouth at that time. Because at that time, the abundance of her heart is hate and this and so much detest for your existence. So she wants to just say things that will hurt you as much as you are hurting her. That's who Toby is. Now what does Jesus say Toby should be? Oh no. Don't pay evil for evil. Don't count wrongs. Love people. So Toby wants to transition from that person that is always defensive and saying, see, there was only that one girl, she was, she was saying some things like first first stuff or she was just giving me I just, I just said, shut up. That was <laughs> Somebody looked at me like, okay, what's going on? <laughs> Technically. Not just even that though. A lady said something to me one day, face-to-face -face contact. She said it to me and I just told her, I, I think you're running mad me. That's what I said though. I, was not, I didn't even think it, it was, see, it was not a, a reflex or anything. It just came back. That is me. I've accepted it. That sometimes when you say things that, for example, somebody was saying something. She was like, um, she said something and she just said it so randomly. And I, and I'm like, do, do you want brain out of what you just said? Does it, does it, does it make any sense? <laughs> That's what I said. Like I just gave her. I wanted to apologize to that girl, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't understand. She insulted all of us and I wanted to just give it to her too. I found a way to apologize to her eventually, but that's me. Toby is the kind of person that she doesn't like to be sent on flimsy things, flimsy errands. Eh, go and me buy, go and me buy. What gun do I not have leg? <laughs> well, anyway, says that you should be a servant leader. You should serve, serve other people. The way Jesus was watching his disciples, you should serve people. Now, that's me transitioning now. See, I've accepted some things in my life lately that I'm not even trying to do. Eh, see, I've accepted it. So I want to I want to now say this is the this is the life that I was living you know, before Jesus now came. Now I want to start transitioning to the life I have in Christ. Toby is the kind of person that if you are doing too much, I love you. I love you. Ah, shut up, bye. Maybe I should change the conversation. <laughs> To be candid with Toby is the kind of person that she doesn't like someone that nags that that complains too much. Go straight to the point. So what's the way forward now? What are we going to do now? And sometimes I find out that I I found out that when people are complaining about something that really hurts them, and I don't recognize their emotions to a point where I indirectly tell them to shut up and move forward. Accept who you are. Acknowledge it. Transition from the bad to the good. Accept the good things in your life. Stay with it. Stick to it. You don't have to be somebody else. You don't have to leave a camouflage. No, you don't. It's not compulsory. See, you don't have to leave a camouflage. You don't have to leave a camouflage. You see, because the more you begin to pick up other people's identity with your own inherent identity, you begin to suppress who you really are. At the end of the day, you don't recognize yourself. At the end of the day, you ask, you become so empty and numb that your emotions cannot even help you express who you really are. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. We thank you because you have been able to grant us help and mercy. 
We ask so Father that even as we have recorded this week's episode and we have published it, that you help us to be what you want us to be. You help us recognize, accept, and acknowledge who we are so that we can walk to a point where we are changing. We, are, we can walk to a point where we are growing. That even as we are growing, we are seen as we are growing. Even as we are changing, we are seen as we are changing. And we are becoming better people than we ever were. Build us up, grant us peace, give us hope. Let us walk according to your righteousness. Let us walk according to your hope. Let us see that which you have called us to see. Let us hold on to that which you have called us to hold on to. And that we may please you. That we may come to please you. Because in the finding of who we really are, we'll find out that we are pleasing you even without knowing it. Because we are living the life you have designated for us to live. In Jesus' name, amen. So guys, thank you for joining this week's episode. I am super excited that we had this. By next week, I'm trusting God for help that part of coming out from among them. Hallelujah. <laughs> Don't forget, this is episode 2 in season 6. I love you so much. Mm-hmm.